I look sexy? You look amazing. And so do you. <sighs> Thanks. Like, I played sports. Were you forced to play sports? That's what's weird to me is it's like no one was forcing me to sign up for a sport. Yeah. What I was forced to do is follow through with a sport. My parents wouldn't let me quit. Good for them. Um, I know. Good for them. But I was like, I'm going to kill myself if I do it with a baseball game. Baseball specifically was the one sport I could never get into. Because what's the point? What are you doing? Smacking it's a ball? Best asses. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Where were we? The Mets game? The Mets game, it was, we were, we were disgusting people. We're just, we're we, pigs. we have recognized that we are actually filthy men pigs. Well, then we're like sweet little angels. You're right. Like we're the sweetest little innocent babies. But when you're at a Mets game, like what else are you going to do? You're going right. like, to objectify. Like, oh my God. Left field. Good children. Wait. I've been like widening these pipes. Because you know that we're going to have a music contract coming up. Hey guys, and welcome back to Good Children, the podcast where me and Andrew discuss our joint childhood in the late 2000s, early 2010s, and all of the nostalgia, trauma, and sports games that come along with it. I don't know what happened. No, that was really good. Thank you. Sports. Sports. I've always been Sporty Spice. I'm you've always been it. a sporty kid. And you've always been scary. Oh, sorry. God, you're so right. I'm kind of sorry, but I guess like if we were talking Spice Girls, like you would be posh. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm fine with being scary. Okay, I think that like I'm willing to admit that like I don't necessarily think my execution always falls under posh. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I... Vision posh. Yes. Execution. We're getting ginger. I loved Spice World. Yeah, but I didn't necessarily Spice like. I was never. I was never old enough to like understand Spice Girls mania. No. And is it like... We were young. But they were like bigger than Little Mix oh, in America and the US. for sure. That's I can interesting. Only but Little Mix has been around forever. And you're a mixinista. These wings are made to fly. You want to bring up singing as a sport? I wouldn't consider singing a sport. But I'm I so sorry. I consider dancing a sport. I do consider dancing a sport. There was a point in my early childhood. Oh, DDR. Hello. Yeah. Like that point, I was like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to get skinny because of DDR. <laughs> I was like, I need this because Lindsay Lohan, teenage drama queen. <gasps> I was yes. like, I'm going to learn how to dance just like her. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to lose a bunch of weight and get really skinny. I'm in a place where we follow our dreams. Because we rock. We rock. We rock on. That was your weight loss uh, plan? It was DDR. It was DDR, like a, yeah. a double right step to a single right <laughs> step. I mean, like, honestly, that would, that is so really My innovative. entire body hurts when I laugh. That's no. really innovative. Oh my Joe God. Joe is really sore right now. It's so bad. But you're an athlete. I gave in. I gave in to this evil, vile pig sitting in front of me who convinced me to sign up for his gym. No disrespect to F45. No, it's great. Because I do think it's a great gym. Yes. One thing about me, I've never been disciplined. You haven't been disciplined, but like it is tough on my end to really discipline you. Yeah. In that sense. Because it's like, where is the divide? I'm your coach now. Right. You're on my team. And I'm saying, shut the fuck up and get away from me. As yeah. I'm like, up. Joe, literally give me a burpee. And you're like, no. I think it's really interesting that I'm now considered a coach when, like, I would say the most trauma that I personally experienced was via coaches. Being yelled at has always been tough. For some reason, I keep thinking you're going to kinks. I'm sorry. It's just before we, we started did. talking, we were talking about kinks. We were like, talking about kinks. Discipline, being yelled at. I keep thinking, like, oh, he's really taking it there. But I mean, I could. 
No, let's keep talking about sports. I love sports so much. <laughs> you love sports. Were you like bullied by coaches? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, would like, you say your coaches were your biggest bullies? A hundred percent. That's crazy. It was always an older person for right. me. Like the coaches, things I've been called. Were they just... they were like closeted and like were taking out their aggressions on you? I don't know. Or they just knew that I was closeted and taking their aggression out on me. I don't know. I think it's a cycle. A cycle. I of don't violence. know. I think but it's the a thing cycle is, of violence. Being called big guy, fine. But then when you're in high school and we're doing sprints. You're doing sprints in high school? No. I'm the last one. What are they saying? No. Lazy sack of shit. Adult? An adult in front of everybody screaming at me. Speed up, you lazy sack of shit. And that becomes your internal monologue. Yeah. That becomes like a, how you talk to yourself. I'm a lazy sack of shit. Right. You're like, yeah, an adult like, confirmed it. I'm fat and disgusting. That is like the most bone chilling yeah. experience. Is yeah. like, And that's any kind of bullying, I think, is when someone else confirms like your sneaking suspicion about yourself. All you want to hear, especially from a coach, is like positive affirmation. You just want the boy. validation. Good boy. You're a good boy. Oh my god. No, I want to hear like great job. Yeah. You're doing so well. Right? For me, I felt like I was always proving that I was good at sports because I was not visibly looking like I was good at a sport. Right, yeah. In retrospect, I never once looked at you yeah. as a person that I knew and was like, oh, he plays sports. Like, you played every sport, but I every didn't, I didn't consider sport. you an athlete in the slightest. No. And that's crazy. And I was like... Starting goalie yeah. on a Long Island lacrosse team. Yeah. Like, I was like, I'm going to be scouted. I'm going to school for lacrosse. Yeah. Crazy. I put everything into that sport. And then I got taken into that space. And they said to me, if you want to start on this varsity team, you got to lose 25 pounds. Did you? I didn't lose 25 pounds. I still started. You're kind of like the um, Tracy Turnblad of Long Island sports. <gasps> kind of. Has anyone almost stopped your beat? I would say that like that was probably the closest my beat has ever been stopped. Because it was like, I actually, like, it was like proving that kid is 6'4 and skinny, but I'm better than him. Right, but no like, one's Why can't you it. see? Yeah. I'm literally like, you don't know how it feels to be outside the crowd, and you don't know what it's like to be left out. Yeah. So, like, that's exactly how I felt that's on the outside looking. Yeah, that really is whole so true. Career. That explains so much of who you are right now. And that's why I always wanted to quit. Always yeah. wanted to quit a sport. No one necessarily ever spoke to me negatively. Yeah. But I was like getting up to bat in my skin tight baseball pants and my skin tight shirt and my belt that didn't fit and being like, I'm the fattest kid on the team and everyone yeah. knows it and I can't hit a baseball and I can't run. Yeah. And then when you did something right, I would like hit the ball and it was like too much of a celebration. <laughs> I was like, okay, was like, like the whole town is cheering that Joe had just hit a baseball. Joey Hedges hit the ball. Yeah, and that was even more yeah. humiliating. I was like, no, like, please treat me like everyone else. Oh, so when you even hit the ball, you were upset? Even though I did the thing right, I was still ostracized. The narrative for me was always like, you're so big. If you just made contact with that ball, you would hit a home run. Yep. And I was always like, yeah, but I don't want the fucking ball to hit me. And now me and balls. You and balls, you're like, I want to get hit in the face. Support for Good Children is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for all of your grooming needs. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million individuals worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for 
you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code GOODCHILDREN at manscaped.com. GOODCHILDREN at manscaped.com. Anytime I've ever done physical activity, I've always been like one step away from dying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm always like my the the pain I get in my side. You That's know, you side know that pain running the mile in elementary school. It's actually alarming to consider the fact that like running a mile almost took me out at ten years old. <laughs> like I was like I'm yeah. fully gonna pass away. It would be at least seventeen minutes because I'd be like <sighs> it'd be sharp shooting pain. Sharp. I just wanted to sit. Oh, I was oh gonna talk God. about the sexual awakening of putting on your first jock strap. Yeah. That, to me, was a very interesting experience. There is one, there is a humiliation and shame around getting it. Yep. You're, like, at Models Sports love, Authority. Love Sports Authority. There's nothing worse than when the cup was too small. And it was almost always too small? Yeah, why? I don't it know. It wasn't like I was packing heat. Mm-hmm. I will say that for lacrosse, when I was a goalie, I had to wear a hockey cup. Oh, my God. the biggest thing you've ever seen. It was so big. Wow. And I was kind of like... Wow. You know what I mean. I kind of know what you mean. I'm going to say one thing about soccer. I didn't want to play it. If you were a mom or a dad bringing sliced oranges to a soccer game. It's the only motivation I want to give you a hug. Yeah. That's the only reason I would go to a soccer game. Yeah. That juice packs anything. I'm sitting on the sideline because obviously I'm not going in the game. And I'm sucking on an orange slice. I will say I feel like my greatest spectator sport, the thing I enjoyed watching the most was dance moms yeah like to me that's a sport yes that's actually the only sport i probably really cared about growing up and in retrospect what's going on with whom the viewers the viewers of dance moms and abby lee miller and the mothers who put their children on dance moms yeah no because that's a class action lawsuit waiting to happen that's an investigation that's a documentary series that's everything like i want to talk to the girls uh, i actually would watch that show and i couldn't believe my eyes was I laughing at some of the points? Yeah. yeah. And we were like reveling were... in ch- child abuse. Yes. And that's what's so crazy. Because we were like probably in turn also getting yelled at by a coach or by yes. something. So yeah. I'm like, okay, this is so me. This is right. really me. And the other side of that was that I was like, I am Maddie Ziegler. Yeah. We were rolling around on the floor being like, I actually am really, I'm a talented floor artist. Still to this day, I'm rolling around a floor and like. You're doing a. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. always was doing that. If I, le- I like, I learned facial Face expressions from Maddie. from Maddie. Yeah, she knew how to emote in a crazy, in a crazy, crazy way. Crazy way. Oh. We emoted and did a lot of dancing on fields together. Yes, we were never supposed to be on the same sports team no. because when we were, it became actually dancing with the stars. We like, I remember getting yelled at by both of our dads because we would like dance on the field during flag football. Flag football was it was game over. I mean, we were too old to be doing that, and like. We shouldn't have been playing flag football, but, like, I'm happy that we had fun with it by dancing. At the end of the day, like, us running towards somebody, like, they had to be nervous. But I was terrified for my life, so it didn't really really work out for them. How do you feel about a locker room situation, Andrew Muscarella? I definitely didn't feel comfortable in the locker room. The locker room talk, though. Um, Was it homophobia? Was it sexism? It was sexism, for sure. It was definitely, like... um, degrading towards women right and i'll never forget one day i'm in the locker room they're all talking yeah they're all talking about this one girl in school and i had to say 
can you please stop talking about her like that? She's my friend. Oh my God, not all men. Not all men. Not all men. They were like, I was like, I don't care that you're having your own sexual awakening. That doesn't matter. I was like, she's a person. Do you think that's what matters? And so am I. So don't say anything about her because I don't want to hear it. And in reality, you were like jealous because you were like hoping they were talking about you. And I kind of was like, but yeah, locker rooms, again, another source of my trauma, piss on my foot. That's crazy, Andrew. That's sexual harassment. Yeah. I mean, like, I was in the locker room. I was peeing in the stall. And all of a sudden, I was a freshman. All of a sudden, I look down. And I'm like, what's going on? And there's a stream of piss next to my foot. Next to my foot. I And and for me, like... What's going on with your foot? Do you have a shoe on? Yeah, I have my cleats. Okay. Thank God. But I actually didn't even say anything. I just like started slowly sliding my foot away from it. That's the worst part of that story. Yeah, because then we both got out of the stall and like nothing was said. He That's... didn't acknowledge it? No. Wait. It almost is it was like a cruising situation. <laughs> Do you think we do you think it was kind of cruising? Well, he probably was really confused when you didn't react. <laughs> and I'm like, I was probably like, oh, fuck, he likes it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, I don't have any disrespect for, like, anyone who plays sports. And, like, I really understand that, like, people enjoy it. But I do think that, like, if you're someone who really enjoys playing sports, like, you do have something really wrong with you, like, intrinsically. Because, like, I don't, I just can't imagine it being a Tuesday night and being like, I'm going to go play volleyball. Do you know what I mean? Do you have have you ever thought about there's something wrong with you? <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, like I understand that perspective. Yeah. But no, because like I just don't think the ancient Greeks were like waking up to play volleyball. They were. They were. They were definitely playing sports. They were definitely like high, like go like walking. They were definitely like being. I like. Wa- I and- love to walk. Oh yeah. I think walking is like the number one sport, and like yeah. every like people should have walking leagues. But I do think that sports is like their form of play. People's form of play. Get a fucking journal. Start painting. You know what, Joe? Use not your mind. Everyone not your is body. You. That's just my opinion. I guess that's my opinion. I like, I don't know, maybe it's, again, it's the ostracizing the things that I felt ostracized from. Yeah. But, like, every person who played a sport in high school, I was like, you guys are so weird. Yeah, I mean, like, everyone would be wearing their sports jersey on the day of the Yeah, and I'm like, okay, like, I don't understand what you're trying to flex here that you have no social life. It kind of felt like it was your birthday every single time you did it. Because you're like, oh my god, good luck at the game tonight. I like, wasn't saying that. Thank you. Yeah, you definitely weren't saying that. I was like, look at those freak losers in their football jerseys. As you're like, I'm taking a thick Sharpie and drawing tattoos on my wrist in the middle of gym. I can't believe we had such different high school experiences. It's so like, insane. I was the jock. If we hadn't met when we met, and we met in high school, yeah. would we have ever interacted? I think yes. On because purpose? of like, I think we would have been in similar classes. I don't think we would have been friends, though. No, probably not. Probably no. Ultimately, I think we'd be actually enemies. I wouldn't hate you. I think that you. Would I would hate, hate you. Me. Yeah, for sure. Did you look forward to your games? No, I was miserable. So like, I would wake up. I'm seven years old. I am first checking the weather. Mm-hmm. I'm praying to God. It's probably the most religious I'll ever be. Yes. Praying to God for rain. Every mm. single time there is a sporting event or a sports practice. The worst feeling is even when it was raining. That I'm saying it's still, it's still on. on. I and was like, no, it's unsafe. You're like, there's literally lightning. This is not okay. Oh, oh lightning. Yeah. I used and to you're like, call it off. Call it off. for lightning. 
I need a, a catastrophic weather event or yes. I need to die before this game happens tonight. Yeah. I was always hoping to get hit by a car before a sports game. I was like, I just would rather that than have to play the game. You know what I mean? Come no, on. I, I mean, I wouldn't say that I wanted to die before. Like, I like actually no, die before a game. A light injury. I'm driving my car. I'm literally two seconds away from my house and I get into a car accident. And it was like a, actually like a crazy car accident, right? She ran through the stop sign. It was not my fault. I hit the back of her car because I slammed on it. Whatever. Two days later, I'm at school. I'm like, my neck hurts. My Andrew. neck literally hurts. I went to the doctor. They put me in a neck brace. I can't. A I have brace. never in my entire life heard about this. I and I saw Joe. you every day. I didn't tell Joe once. Because every time I hung out with you, I took off the neck brace. That's insane. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I definitely had, like, whiplash for sure. I, I was hanging out with you, like... Post taking Valium. <laughs> My elementary school yearbook, you, this is so fucked up. You wrote like, whatever, good luck and how it, like love Andrew and like drew a smiley face, but the smiley face looked like a heart and I drew hair over it. So it didn't look like a heart. So in fifth grade, I was like, me and Andrew are gay and no one can know. Oh my God. Like what <laughs> was if like, it was a heart? Right. It could have been. It, it very well was. Yeah. And I was like, no. And I drew hair over it. Oh my god, you guys are learning so much. Yeah, that's like, crazy. What happened to ten-year-old me that I had to do that? No. Yeah. That's not good. That's the same year that I got called a faggot for wearing a hat that had webkins all over it. Crazy hat day. Oh, that's really. So that. I think that was when the introduction of like that started for me. Was that the umbrella hat? That was a Halloween parade. You wore the me? umbrella hat. You oh, wore I... the umbrella hat. That was another crazy hat day. But I had I had a hat with braids on it for that one. Yes. No, I had like, it was like a baseball cap that I stapled a bunch of webkins to and like wore it to school. It's just like, I just love women. I just love women. Like at the end of the day, I know that there are girls gays and there are gays gays. We're girls gays. We are girls gays at the end of the day. And we, we have are. each other yeah. to offset it and a few extraneous gays in our lives that we love. Yeah. But the time when sports got not fun for me is when it was no longer like boys and girls doing basketball. Yeah. Because that was fun. Co-ed Co sports were so much more fun. They were. And then the moment that I had to be separated, was I was like, I don't get to hang out with my friends. And it was just you. And then it was just me. Being on a sports team without you, hell. Hell on earth. Because on there earth. was like obviously a shared commonality, a yeah, shared being anxiety. Femme fat and gay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to watch sports. I don't want to watch football. Something that interests me, yeah. and it's like this is truly not a shade thing to anyone, but the gays who enjoy watching sports. Yeah. It's so it's not like I'm genuinely really interested in that because yeah. it logically makes sense. Like, why should being gay be the delineation between enjoying a sport and not? But I'm always like, what? It's the team aspect, too. I think it's, like, the feeling of, like, you... Loving a team? Yeah, loving a team. For me, that's... that's loving people. That's Gaga. It's Taylor. Exactly. So, like, if you can conceptualize that, that's how they feel. But the difference is, like, you love the Yankees. I love Lady Gaga. Like, yeah. 
the Yankees, what, won a championship? Lady Gaga has, like, 15 Grammys. I Do you know what I mean? Yes, I agree. Like, the Yankees definitely won more than one championship. They won, like, Not- 79 championships. Yeah. But Gaga has put out, like, bodies of work. Like, she has, like, done something besides hit a ball and run around a field. That's yes. what I don't get because I'm like, a baby does that. A yeah. child can play yeah. baseball. I think, I think that that is where the line is blurred because it's like, you... There is skill. Obviously, these people are skilled. But they're as skilled as a college athlete and an elementary school athlete. That's what I don't get. It's like, like, no, not everyone could do what Gaga does, but I guarantee you what Baby could do, what Derek Jeter did. And they're getting paid so much money. They're getting paid so much money. And I'm kind of like, for what? And like, again, I love it. I love that that people have pastimes. I love that there is enjoyment and people enjoy watching it. But it doesn't. It legitimately, mathematically does not add up to me. No. Because what, like, Beyonce's halftime show versus that Super Bowl, which one are we still Oh, I'm going to say, I was just about to bring that up. I was going to say, like, halftime shows. Yeah. Like, what, but what, do you remember who played that year? Oh, oh absolutely not. No, because it was Beyonce's Super Bowl. Yeah. And I don't think anyone could tell you. It was, no. I could tell you it was 2013 and it was yeah. Beyonce's Super Bowl. Gaga's I could Super not Bowl, tell you. J-Lo. Everybody. Yes. Katy Perry's even. Katie left Shark. Perry's Left Shark was all we were Taylor talking about. Do you Taylor is ever going to do a Super Bowl? I feel like it's on her. I know, but I also think that she needs more pop music. Yeah. Because she can't do... Like, she has like a, she has a lot of great pop hits, but she needs more. I feel like she... It, I don't think she missed it, because she obviously can still be singing yeah. those songs. But I think that at her Super Bowl peak was like five years ago. 1989. Yeah. I know. I'm curious. Because then she could have sang like do. basically every hit, and now it's kind of like, are we getting away from that? Right. Or is she going to come full circle? Well, that's what makes me. That's what keeps me up at night. Because what is her next album going to be? Yeah. What is it going to be? What is I have it going to be? I have a gut feeling it's psychedelic pop. I really do think, and it would you know it would change my life. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, no I disrespect it. to Derek Jeter. I feel no. bad for what I said. No, don't feel bad. But like, I will say that like I'm happy that you brought up halftime shows. I think like that is genuine, a pure sense of entertainment. And if for us who loves the girlies, like especially in high school or anything, like watching the Kickline perform, like <gasps> I. Oh I actually would clench my chest. God. I'd be like, I'm sorry to the cheerleaders. I'm so sorry, sorry, sorry. but when those kickline girls walked out and did a 45-minute performance to Darude Sandstorm, yes. it was some of the most earth-shattering, yep. jaw-dropping, heart-stopping experiences. The pointed toes. The synchronization. Yeah. Why were they? Uh, it's insane. That they had to go on in between a football game. You feel like I the football watched... should be in between. Yes! The, the football players could have ran back and forth for 15 minutes in between a two and a half hour long halftime show. I agree. The kick lion cheerleaders are the original pop girls. That's, yes. who, that's who you first stand. Yeah. And it's like, those girls don't even like you. No. Nope. But nevertheless, I'm like, that is... Obsessed with yes. them. The cheerleading performances too. Like, oh. yes, you can do your home chant, but when the music bumps out of nowhere and then they're You're tossing gagged. them You're completely up. gagged. Oh, yeah. I tossed. The fly, the, when it looked like they were flying, they would catch them and they would like swoop. <gasps> like, here's to strong women. It was a 40 experience almost. I was like, I actually... My phone was like, always... I was recording it like I was actually at the concert. Yeah. Always. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. My sports was reality television. Yeah. It was obviously every singing competition. Mm-hmm. It was Dance Moms. It was Cake Boss. It was. It was Johnny K plus 8. Yep. And it was Ace of Cakes. Yeah. 
all of the food network that the, the that is sports i mean like if your your reflexes that to be able to mold the coordination a dog out of fondant the coordination is insane it really is something that i think was so educationally enriching yes but at the same time let's talk about the fact Sorry, my foot just got stuck to the insect glue trap that fell on our floor upside down and is just stuck there and has been there now for weeks. It won't come up. The fact that the peak shows of interest in my life as a child were Dance Moms, John K Plus 8, Ace of Cakes, Cake Boss. All of those shows like centered around like major anxiety and like rage. Yep. In my opinion, in my professional medical opinion... The kids who watched those, like the fact that children were consuming that content was either in result of or in direct correlation to trauma. Yeah. Because like you're seeking out things that you're already experiencing. So for me, I was like anxious and like I just like everything felt like life or death to me. And then watching Abby Lee Miller act like villain like Paige for getting her moves on stage was the end of the world continued like my confirmation bias that everything was life or death yeah watching Buddy Valestro freak out that the cake might fall life or death watching Kate Gosselin haul those kids into that giant sprinter van life or death yeah all of it was so like the stakes were so high like the way that reality television warped our perception of what really matters reality, yeah. is crazy. Yeah. And I wonder if, like, to make this all make sense, the same thing is true of sports. Interesting. At the end of the day, the ball not getting through the net is not life or death. No. But it is treated as such both on television and in practice. Yeah. By all of your like coaches. Yes. So everything feels like life or death. And that's why you get Troy Boltons. Like that is people freak out. Yeah. Imagine like Troy Bolton killed someone, but you know like it's like the anxiety. It's how you get used. Yeah. I let a ball on the net and I would be sobbing. Yeah. Sobbing, sobbing, sobbing. They would scream. Coaches are screaming. They're saying you suck. You're doing this, 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 this. Like what the fuck? And I was like fuck this all. I'm joining acapella. Yeah. And at least it's not life or death. It wasn't. Unless you're in the Barton Bellas. Unless you're in the Barton Bellas. I the cup song. Let's talk about the cup song. I don't want to say that I was doing things before it was cool, but I was doing the cup song. Everyone was doing the cup song. Everyone was doing I was doing the cup song since it was eight. Yeah, Anna Kendrick did not create the IP of the cup song, but what she did do was launch it into being one of the most iconic songs of all time. And we don't talk about it enough. We don't talk about the cup song enough. It was on the radio for a year straight. It was yeah. all you ever heard. You don't hear that come back into the. You don't hear it come back onto the radio. You don't no. hear it play in a in a, a store. A moment in time. You never often hear the cup song or the hanging tree by Jennifer Lawrence, which topped the charts as well. Those two songs are hidden away in yeah. the dark abyss of time. Again, it's the archives of life. Like, why did we? We want we want to forget so badly that we put Anna Kendrick and Jennifer Lawrence at the top of the charts in the early 2010s. They were there and they deserve recognition. Early 2010s, the cafeteria was the loudest place you could be because it was all just, you were doing was the. When I'm gone. Yeah, exactly. And then when you I'm add gone. the lyrics on top of it. You're like, okay, you're like, oh my guys. god, she's really. Anyone who did it, you're like, she's so talented. So talented. If you were in the mascot, front if you were the man, yes, you were a frontline worker. Yeah. It was so fucking hot. Were you in it? No, but I can imagine, like, during really any sports season that there was a visible mascot, like, 
it was either peak of like you're coming off of the summer into the fall or you're like in the spring entering the summer or you're in dcp <laughs> or you're a dcp which again like that they're they're sweating no yeah again to all those dcp kids we see you and we hear you and we respect you we respect if you were a mascot in high school you were a lesbian yeah like and you were 150 cool. percent. yeah you were chill you were like interacting with the kick line and the cheerleaders and you were like yeah give it a clap clap yeah. you know, like no like she's goofy she's she loves to have fun goofy. she's goofy and you're kind of like wait you're so amazing yeah yeah so a f- i would say a month ago yeah we got a youtube comment yes. from danielle mm. danielle said i want to feed you boys i have a bakery and if anyone says i want to feed you boys we're saying yes of course. But we didn't because I was like, it's a YouTube comment. I don't really know how to like communicate on yeah. here or like whatever. But nevertheless, she persisted. She persisted. And thank That's a Long Island queen. God, she did. Yes. Fellow Long Islander icon. Yes. One of, honestly, one of the best women I know. And yeah. that's based solely on what arrived today. Yeah. Which is... There are a plethora of options. There are cookies. There are muffins. There are scones. There are biscuits. There is Nutella banana bread by the Hungry Gnome. The Hungry Gnome. I'm a nominista. No, we're noministas now. I'm, I'm, I'm nominating nomi- the Hungry Gnome for best bakery in the entire world because I took one bite of that bit biscuit and I actually ascended <laughs> to heaven. No, like the way that I actually was clenching my feet because I didn't know what to do with myself. You, yeah, my it was genuinely one of the best things I ever ate. And I know we say that often, yeah, but that biscuit i want to take a moment to really 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 thank danielle thank the hungry gnome because this is an experience like we've gotten stuff sent to us from brands before this is a human to human interaction and it's someone who actually cares about good children yeah and it just goes to show Mm -hmm. me at least that like people are nice people are nice and what we are doing is attracting the people that we would hang out with and want to be around regularly which is like such a crazy feeling because i'm like if Danielle can put that much love into the food she's baking, she's someone that I want to be around. A hundred percent. And like, it's, it's truly odd. I'm getting emotional thinking about it. I, yeah. I need to eat it. We're, we're actually sorry, being, no, please. Burning up for you, baby. You don't think that was really good? No, I think it was really I feel like, but I feel like if I heard someone do what I just did, I'd be like, Extremely. I'd be like, holy shit, Joe. That's pretty good. No, I, I think that you are really I just, like, don't believe you. So this is her rosemary biscuit. It, I know we already had one today. Yeah. And it was the best thing I ever ate. But we did not have it with the honey butter. Danielle. I, no. like, don't even want to, I'm not kidding. I have chills. Yeah, goosebumps. It's not only the flavor. It's not only the texture. Sweet, it's savory. It's the softest biscuit I've had. Yeah. Like, in my life. In my life. And I know that we say everything is, like, in my life. But, like, I actually have to put this down because I want to save it for a little bit after. And I want to just go ham on it. I, like, almost finished it. This is Nutella banana bread. (laughs) No. No. And I'm going to say it. Moist. It's soaking. Moist. Soaking moist. It's so well-baked. The Nutella's, like, at the bottom. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's at the bottom. I, like, I can't even believe it. The it's, way that she's thinking, the way that these are being created is genuinely... This woman is a genius. Okay. It's time for... 
the girls room. Our first question honestly speaks to, I think, a lot of what we speak about and a lot of what we struggle with. So I think it's a perfect question to be spoken about. Um, I'm having a hard time loving my body and soul. What are some things that can help with that? I mean, I'm speaking from my very personal, very unique experience here, so I can't speak for everyone, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, a lot of the challenges I had in like learning to love myself and that whole journey were centered around the fact that I was treating my insecurities like a secret. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like I had this power over them as long as no one knew about them. And so when someone found out about them, it was day ruining, it was month ruining, week ruining, life ruining. And that kept me back from so much, so many things, like again, in terms of just like dating, in terms of sex, in terms of just like having a good time, in terms of like being somewhere where it's windy. Like all of these things completely controlled how I acted in public and in private. And I think what changed it for me was posting that TikTok where I just straight up listed every single one of my insecurities and like showed them in HD on camera. Mm -hmm. Because it was like, now these are things that I'm owning. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't even that I had gotten to a point with my body or myself that I was actually confident in those things, but it was more like, it was faking it till I made it. Because I was like, okay, now that these things are out there, what do I have to be insecure about? I don't have to, like, I'm not protecting anything. It's all out in the open. Yeah. Um, So I would say, consider ways that you can own who you are before you feel ready to. Yeah. Because you're never going to feel ready to. And you're honestly the only person that's really hyper-fixating on what you look like. Yeah, and if someone else is, and if someone else is, fuck them. Because as Jesse McCartney says, I don't want another pretty face. I don't want want just just anyone to hold. I don't want my love to go to waste. I want you you and your beautiful beautiful soul. Because at the end of the day, it's not about what you look like, it's about who you are. And for the people that are going to love you, it's about who you are. So stop thinking about so much about what you look like. And, and you look fucking hot. Yeah. Everyone looks the way you're supposed to look. You look hot. Like, that hot. is my biggest message for the world, is that everyone is hot. People are looking at you for what their definition of hotness. Yeah. No. Like, that's not a real thing. It's all We all no. know it's like Eurocentric, fucked up, racist beliefs yeah. about what you're supposed to look like. You're just hot. And we've went through, we've ebbed and flowed. Yeah, obviously. Now we have loose skin. Yeah, we do. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. And you know what? This is like, how many times has this ruined your life? This has ruined my life so many times. Like, because this is the one part of me that I've always felt like I needed to hide. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm a fitness coach. I do all these things. And I'm like, ugh. It's just skin. It's just skin. And it's just your fucking body. And no one fucking cares. No. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that we gave you all of the trauma that you asked for when we talked about sports. I'm genuinely sorry if we did. Um, You know exactly where to find us on TikTok at GoodChildrenPod. I'm on TikTok at BeQuietJoe. I'm on TikTok at Andrew underscore Muskie. We are on Instagram at GoodChildrenPod. I'm on Instagram at Andrew Muscarella. And I'm on Instagram at Joe, H-E-G-Y-E-S. Please, you know exactly what to do. 
five stars, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Tell, send us a screenshot. We'll send you a video back. It might take us a couple days, but yeah. we will get to it. And I love doing them. It's so, it's so much fun. It's legit stalking. And we're also like, obviously the Apple Podcasts reviews, I'm obsessed with. Yeah. Spotify, I know you have Spotify. Yeah. I know you have it regardless. And because we're like, almost we're at a almost thousand, thousand reviews. We've been doing this for like only six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing it now for like 14 three weeks. Yeah, three months. And we're at a thousand reviews. So crazy, crazy, Whoa. crazy. Also some updates for you guys. Um, if you're into like a Patreon moment, mm -hmm. I think that we're headed that way very yeah. shortly, which is really exciting. Um, feel free to DM us with your ideas, your yes. concepts, your pitches. We'd love to have someone give us an idea of what to do. We have a few things in plan, a few mm -hmm. things planned, but we're all ears. And also, if you want merch, merch that is another merch, thing that merch, we're thinking merch, about. Merch. And again, if you know us, we don't do anything half-ass. It's going to be fully branded. It's going to be beautiful merch. But if you have ideas, if you have things that you want to wear, yeah. if you have things that you want just in your yes. room, let us know let us and we know. will make it. You're going to miss me. What, you're not going to sing? Oh, when gone, I'm when I'm gone, you're gonna miss me when I'm gone. You're gonna miss me by my hair, you're gonna miss me everywhere. Oh, you're gonna miss me when I'm gone. That song is bleak. It's, it was always a very bleak song. My mom still sings it to me to this day. Yeah. Yeah. 